You know, as different as everything seems this holiday season, one thing still holds true year after year. Everybody loves holiday scratch-offs from the Ohio Lottery. And with tickets available from $1 to $20, they're the perfect gift for anyone on your list 18 years or older. So stay safe this year and play it safe with your gift-giving. Give scratch-offs from the Ohio Lottery. Lottery players are subject to Ohio laws and commission regulations. Please play responsibly. Donato's just didn't add bacon to their pizzas. They added bacon to their bacon. It's Donato's new Bacon Duo pizzas. Two pizzas each with two kinds of bacon. Try the new Pepperoni Bacon Duo with pepperoni, Canadian bacon, and hardwood smoked bacon. And the Chipotle Bacon Duo with Canadian bacon and Chipotle seasoned bacon. Now get $2 off a large Bacon Duo or any large pizza. Use promo code 2. Donato's. Every piece is important. All right, let's get this thing going. Welcome, everybody, to Juice Pro Wrestling, episode 103, One Last Caress. That's right, One Last Caress. The Juice is back in fucking action today after leaving these two bozos to handle fucking everything last week. They did a really good job, though, so I hope you guys fucking enjoyed it. Uh, everybody say what's up to Threaten and Bruiser Bodie. Hi, hey, <laughs> Hi, guys. Oh, we're going to have so much fun tonight. I'm so tired. I just had a child, and it's great, and it's exhausting. And, uh, yeah, so that's where I'm at with my life right now. So thank you, everybody. Yeah, uh, I, yeah thank you, guys. I'd like to also send a shout-out to Andre Corbiel and PCO for sending uh, you know, out their thanks and praises for the birth of my son, Milo. So, uh, yeah, ripping into episode 103. Um, tonight, I, I was basically going to put this, base it on like two topics, because um, there's a lot going on in the wrestling world and outside the wrestling world. Um, something I really wanted to talk about, and we'll, we'll kind of touch on that first, is uh, the ESPN. It's a 10-part uh, documentary series called The Last Dance about the 97-98 Chicago Bulls. This was... Uh, it's essentially a doc about Michael Jordan, but it centers really around the whole uh, last team that he had with the Bulls, their last championship. Um, first two episodes debuted Sunday. Uh, Jesus Christ, it, it really <laughs> took me back. Like as a Bulls fan, um, I wasn't the biggest Michael Jordan fan growing up, but I loved watching him. Like I remember the first three peat being a little kid. I had like, I had this little fucking painter turtle and, uh, I'd have him out fucking roaming around while I was shooting hoops in this fucking <laughs> rubber made tub or whatever the hell I had. Uh, but dude, I, I used to love watching those games and like Horace Grant, John Paxson and those guys, man, uh, that first three Pete was awesome. And then, uh, I remember being a little kid and when Jordan retired for the first time, um, to go play for the white Sox and then the, uh, bad news Barons. <laughs> <laughs> um, it, you know, like, hoping they got, uh, would go somewhere without them, you know, and I, I think it, they got eliminated by the Knicks, I think it was. Maybe I'm wrong. 
I don't know. Nah, I think um, you're right. I think it was the Knicks. But uh, so, you know, that season and then when Houston came in and I also, you know, I, I guess I would say I'm usually in sports. I usually only have one team and that's pretty much all the home teams. Like my son is always uh, he's like, Dad, who's your favorite team besides the Bulls or the Bears? I'm like the Bears and the Bulls. <laughs> you know, I don't <laughs> home and don't play that shit. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, so uh, I mean, back then, though, I somehow I guess I did have another team. I really liked uh, Houston, the Rockets at the time. I had Elijah Watt jersey. Uh, they were the team getting it done when MJ was gone. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, MJ came back and they had a second three P and it was amazing. And they acquired my favorite NBA player and the guy I modeled my game after when I played uh, Dennis Rodman. Um, to me, probably the best defender and rebounder the NBA has ever seen, especially in a tough ass era. I mean, this guy was averaging what 15 to 20 boards a night and he was very, very fucking unsafe. Boards or broads? Boards and broads. The, the broads him. came out. Broads after the boards, guy. Yeah. <laughs> Jordan with the flu. Ooh, 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 ooh. <laughs> yeah. Um, but this guy, I mean, he was just amazing. He had no wherewithal for his body. He was willing to sacrifice his body. I'm sure you guys have all seen, you know, the posters where he's he's completely fucking like lateral, horizontal, going to grab the ball and shit, and just didn't care, didn't give a shit. You know, and he knew his role and he got the ball and gave it to fucking Scotty or Jordan or whoever he needed to dish it to. And I remember when they traded Will Purdue back in the day, I remember listening to like the score. I think it was the score um, sports radio, Chicago. And I was just thinking in my head, cause there was a, you know, Horace Grant was gone. I was like, they, they really needed a power forward, you know, in this, this second run for another title. And, uh, and I'm like, man, Rodman, he was he was with the Spurs at the time. He was one of my favorites. He was one of the original bad boys, you know, with Detroit. Um, I was like, that would be the shit if they got Dennis Rodman. And I, I came home. I remember it was after school, and I had the score on, and I was listening, and I hear that the Bulls acquired Dennis Rodman in a fucking trade for Will Purdue. I was like, how fucking stupid are the San Antonio Spurs? But, uh, I mean, at that point, you know, him, them and Rodman just couldn't get along. Yeah. So. I mean, the final piece of the puzzle was there, man. And you had those three studs, uh, Jordan Pippen and Rodman. And that's with this doc, you know, the whole team. But it's really centered, I think, around these uh, three core guys. And then at the heart of it, you know, you have in that last year, the management, which I remember back then was it pissed me off, you know, just as much as it does now. And uh, you're getting to see more backstage behind the scenes of what was going on. You know, a team that was still winning, still dominating, but you had management saying, all right, we're fucking breaking it up at the end of the year. We don't care if you win 82 games. Yeah, we you don't know? care if you break the all-time winning season record. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's, it's ridiculous. It's a fucking business for you. It's stacks. Yep. But yep. Uh, always comes I, out on the dollar. Yeah. And it, I've been meaning to tell you guys something, uh, dude, in order for us to get some investors. You're both fired. Oh, no. What? Oh, what? Oh. You can't fire me because you're fucking fired. I already said it. I already said it. It's law. Oh, yeah. Whoever smelt it, dealt it. I dealt it. If you weren't talking about the bulls, I would have fired you an hour ago. Ah, yeah, that's right. You don't like the bulls. He's a, he's a Bullets fan. I am a Bullets fan. You. You I'm a Yukon fan, too. Damn it. I farted because you're fired. Yeah. It uh, smells like uh, shit. Well, I'm fencing Kenny McMahon. Damn it. I'm fencing Kenny McMahon. All I eat is it's BKM to you. 
<laughs> BKM the third. All right, now that Threaten uh, successfully derailed hey. there for like two seconds. I'm going to go What? Yeah, yeah. What? Um, but anyway, so did you guys both watch this? See, yeah. yes, I did. Yes. Uh, what was your guys' take on it, man? We'll start with you, Bodie. Uh, yeah, it took me back, man. It was like a uh, time machine. Wow. And you're you're a fucking. I mean, you're up in Wisconsin. You would think Wisconsin you're a, be a Bucks fan, right? Yeah, you would think so. Um, no, I didn't mind the Bucks at the time. But like I was telling you before we uh, jumped on here, I was actually a Hornets fan because I loved Larry Grandmama Johnson so much. I love watching him play, and then uh, you know Muggsy Bogues and Kendall Gill, all Gill, all them yeah. dudes, yeah, all them dudes, man. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, I had. I love the Bulls too because I just had a huge, tremendous amount of respect for them. Michael Jordan, just watching them play, it was like magic, you know. They like were a it, team that was, uh, it was much like the '85 Bears. They were yeah. world renowned, you know. Yeah. They became yeah, they were. Like, like I love how in the doc, you know, they kind of uh, compare them to like the Beatles or something. Yeah, you no, know? they, they are. They were the Beatles of basketball back oh, then, dude. man. Like you think of the '90s, and I don't care out of anything in pop culture, like one of the first things I always think of is Chicago Bulls. Yeah. Michael Jordan, Michael Jackson, one in the nineties. <laughs> yeah. <Jeffy>. <laughs> yeah <right? laughs> uh, have you ever read Rodman's book? Yeah, I have it. Dude, that, one I have. Yeah. Dude, that book was, I actually did a book report on it. Like when I was in grade school. <laughs> nice. I got in yeah. trouble for wearing the shirt in school. <laughs> oh, that's great. I had a oh, yeah. San Antonio Rodman Jersey that I would wear also, man. Cause I just like you, I was a huge Rodman fan too, man. Like that dude, just epitome of defense. Yeah, and but, he would go, uh, he'd go out and party, you know. And then oh, yeah. I mean, during this time period, this is when he was, you know, working with WCW too, yep. and uh, going and doing stuff with the NWO and and Hollywood Hogan. Uh, very cool fucking shit. I I freaked because at the time it's two of my favorite fucking entities coming together. You know, Hollywood Hulk Hogan and Dennis Rodman. And he, yeah, no kidding. <laughs> Rodman's out there partying. And if you guys uh go on the WWE network, they just did a uh what's that fucking like little docu-series they got? Um 24? No. No, it's they're only about a half hour long, I think. Um about 30 for 30. No, <laughs> no it's yeah, ESPN. Yeah. No, no. Anyways, um if they, I know what you're talking about. about. They do something on uh, Rodman coming in the WCW. So they talked to like Bischoff and DDP, you know, when they did that program with uh, Hogan and Malone and DDP. And it's basically the story behind that. And it's yep. super fucking cool. And they were talking like Rodman, um, when he came to wrestle that match, he was fucking, he was like, man, I was fucking hung over as shit. He <laughs> like, <laughs> stayed out partying all fucking oh, night, of course. you know? Uh, Eric, Eric Bischoff says uh, they went to a strip joint, or as he calls it, a gentleman's club. Come on, ain't nobody a gentleman in the wrestling business. Uh, just ask Jim Cornette. He goes on the bus, uh, and they're like, hey, sure you want to go in there? And he's like, yeah, whatever. I'll fucking do it. He's like, at this point, you know, me and Dennis are cool. We're working together. And uh, he's like, I go on there. He didn't really go into detail, but he's like, the things that I saw and the amount of women <laughs> <laughs> that were in there probably <laughs> – copious amounts of fucking snow oh of course it was snowing oh man it was fucking it was a downpour that's in there, funny you know? <laughs> uh, but you know this is what was going on and it's so cool that we could talk about this as you know bulls fans and uh you know just sports fans in general and like i i always say it you know everything 
really comes back to wrestling and it ties into yeah. wrestling. We're talking about probably the greatest basketball team, in my opinion, of all time. Maybe not that particular year. You know, if you want to go back to the 72 and 10 Bulls that for yeah. them at the time uh, had the best record and won it all. Golden State couldn't do that. Um, it, it, to tie in the pro wrestling, it was just, dude, it was it was it was a fucking memory trip down memory lane yeah, it last was. night. And I just, it, it gave me those goosebumps, dude. That yeah. Like, yeah, it did. I wish, I wish it basketball and stuff was like that. We do have a lot of good players and stuff, but everybody on that team was a character. I mean, even down to like guys like your fucking Bill Weddington's. And yeah, shit. exactly. <laughs> John Banks and your role players, Craig Hodges. Yeah. yeah. Know, Scott Levingston. It got yeah. nostalgic, but it also can, uh, there's that short scene where they had just showed Ahmad Rashad, like talking about, Jordan and uh, like introducing him on one of the shows, but I don't know if you guys remember Saturday mornings they had. Uh, yeah, yeah. Inside the NBA. Yeah, inside, inside the, the NBA. NBA. Yep. Yeah. Hell yeah. Uh, Our NBA stuff. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's when you got to uh, know Ahmad Rashad, but also it seemed like everybody, like you Love said, was boy. a character, but it, like they had fun. Now, probably because of the fact that uh, they every every like they, there's four sports stations. You got local stuff, the big guys, and they pick apart everything. Yeah, and everything is an argument. Everything has a deeper meaning. Everything means something. Uh, so I'm sure these players are having the same amount of fun. <laughs> but as a sports, uh, if you watch this stuff on TV, they make it sound like it's nothing but drama. The presentation then, yeah. Back then, it just seemed like those guys were having fun, and it was fun to watch. And even if you got heated during watching a game. There was still that, like, especially on Saturday mornings with the Mavericks yeah. shot. You're like, these guys are having a blast, and I love watching them have fun. It was uh, very much akin to watching like Saturday morning wrestling, you know, yeah. like uh, the stuff like that with the NBA. It was, and I think a, a lot of what attributes to that is that was a growing time for the NBA. You know, like a lot. Of, I don't think a lot of people out there listening really realize like how big globally the NBA has become. You know, I mean, you have soccer which is essentially a the biggest sport in the world um right you know or english football whatever you want to call it uh and the nba i would think is i mean i don't i don't have any legit stats to tell you guys but i'm sure you can fucking google and find out it's it's a close second man i mean over you know nfl's trying to expand into like europe and stuff it's just, it's not really working the nba is a global phenomenon because mm -hmm. one anybody could do it you know, I mean, it's fun when you were kids, you go out and just, even now when we're fucking old or older, sorry, Sretton. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'll get you, boy. Yeah, doll ketchup. Boy. But it's I'll something everybody you, can go out and do and, sh and shoot hoops and have, and you could do a pickup game and have fun. When we were at Warrior Wrestling and Sretton's out there balling with uh, Brian yeah, Roman and Michael Elgin. <laughs> yeah, giving them those donuts. Um, it's just, dude, it's the game is super fun. It's super catchy. It's easy to appreciate. And it's a huge sport, you know, like I, uh, and nowadays, like Seren said, it's, it's very like the presentation of it. It seems to lost a little bit of that fun, you know, and a little bit of, uh, maybe it got too big for its own britches. And in the nineties, it was great because it was just kind of getting over that hump and starting to peak, you know? Yeah. But we all knew this was going to happen. I mean, uh, after when I was a kid watching Jordan, it, what's the NBA? I mean, who didn't think what is the NBA going to be like life after Jordan? You know, like you didn't think of it. You did. <laughs> you no, did because he thought he could play forever. 
Yeah, and this is one thing I'm glad with this doc, too, is uh, a lot of younger kids and a lot of people, I mean, let's fucking face it, guys. There's people in college now that uh, probably don't even remember uh, the original three-peat with Kobe Shaq Lakers, let alone the fucking Chicago Bulls. You know, I mean, if you want to go the first three-peat, that's ancient history. That's like 30 years ago now. Yeah, Mm -hmm. Um, Early 90s, 1990. Yeah, and then we and going into the second three Pete, which is getting to be uh, up there as well. <laughs> yeah, you know, I I think that this doc is going to give people, uh, especially the younger people that want to debate about Kobe and LeBron being somewhere close to Jordan, and actually learning what Jordan has to deal had to deal with as far right. as management and you know the the egos per se. Like they reveal it, Scotty. I think he had every right in the world to be pissed off. Oh yeah. He he wasn't getting paid. He was one of the best players in the league. He was robbing the fucking Batman, you know, mm-hmm. and and he wasn't getting shit. No, he wasn't even in the top 100 of salary in the NBA at the time, which is a crime yeah. <laughs> in my opinion because the guy had it all. Yeah, he's a Hall of Famer. He's one of the yeah. best ever. If you were to name the top 50 fucking oh, NBA he'd be player, in the, he'd be in the top time. 20, I think. Yeah. Oh yeah. Scott Scotty. Pippen. Oh yeah. Scotty's <laughs> Scott. a man, dude. Yes, I cracked up at that. I had to drop that Scott Pippen. I'm <laughs> like, who the fuck is Scott? <laughs> or or uh, Mike Jordan? Yeah, Mike Jordan. Scott Pippen. He was Mike William Jordan. Wennington. <laughs> Philip <right>. Jackson. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, I, I'm really stoked for that. And for maybe, you know, the younger generation to get a look at Michael and realize the competitive nature of that man. Like I said, I was never yeah. like the hugest Jordan Mark, but I always appreciated him and for who he was. I mean, you watched him and, and saw what he did and he would, if his team wasn't fucking cutting it, he took over. And he was cutting and, promos on him in the gym. Yeah, for sure. Dude, for sure. And he oh, made yeah. everybody better around him. I read an yeah. article today about Reggie Miller. Um, he was like, it was kind of, it was awesome to kind of relive some of those moments, but it was heartbreaking. He's like, cause yeah damn he's like playing against that fucking bastard you know i don't think he said that but you know he just you knew going up against jordan that you knew some shit was gonna happen and uh man so like i said to see what jordan had to endure and all that uh when you want to compare like jordan to lebron or fucking any of that shit hopefully this kind of settles that a little bit you know gives us people more insight yeah he was the man dude and yeah, I remember back then, too, there was really no uh, super teams. Like, there was loyalty everywhere in the NBA. You know, Jordan was synonymous with the Bulls, Magic with the Lakers, right. Bird with the Celtics, Barkley with the Sixers, you know, stuff like Until that. Until he went to the Suns. He went to the Suns. <clears throat> Until he went to the Suns, yeah. And, and then, then he, he went had... to the Rockets. <laughs> yeah. But Dominique. <laughs> you had Dominique, though. Dominique was with the Hawks. And yeah. Clyde the Go- Glide was with uh, the old Trailblazers. Who else you got yeah. out there? Then he you went know, to the rockets too stockton and malone out in utah yeah and sorry man i could keep going because that was white run that was my heyday of basketball watching man it was great man 90s basketball is the oh, shit. Yeah. you know i'm all about fucking rick smiths <laughs> dude, rick smith dude. rick shits yeah, yeah. rick smith. dude i was smith. i was all about the rain man dude sean kemp gary Ooh. payton out in seattle just killing it dude my jump that left shrimp that left shrimp was the shit you talk about He's on fire! <laughs> yeah, dude. Barrel in the coffin. Yep, he's uh, heating up. Yeah. He's on fire. Is that the shoes? Yeah, can't buy a bucket. I used to uh, a lot That's of much how jump me. shots were modeled after Sean Kemp. <laughs> he'd always spread his legs when he yeah jump shot. Always, dude. Yeah, but yeah. don't get in his way when he's driving the lane, man. He'd 
Oh, uh, he's a tough son of a bitch. Posterize you in a second. Yeah. Yeah, Homo- I don't want to be on any of them highlight reels. Homo destructus. Yes. <laughs> exactly. So, yeah. Um, Dude, his windmill dunks and stuff. You want to come in and say hi? Hi. Sorry, I got an invader. <laughs> What's up? Scared me. Hi. Sorry, guys. It's all right. What's, What's hey, your too name? Too sweet. Too sweet. Too sweet. That's right. Too sweet, man, bro. Too sweet. Too sweet. His All name's right. Grayson. This is my six-year-old. Nice. <laughs> He's throwing it up. <laughs> oh, there he goes. He's there you go. Oh, yeah. <laughs> All right, buddy. Thank you. Too sweet. It's too sweet. <laughs> He's too sweet in me. All right, buddy. So, too sweet. Yeah. Going Sorry forward, about that. No problem. No problem at all. <laughs> going forward with uh, this documentary, like I said, we got uh, eight episodes left. And they can't come soon enough, you know. I know. So, and it's is it two episodes uh, a night? Because next week is three and four. Is it really? Yeah. It, it might be. It might be. They have to do that. I mean, at least, you know, people are hungry right now because of this whole quarantine shit and staying at home. And that's why they moved. Because I think this was supposed to come out in, like, June. Yeah. <laughs> Moving on up. Yeah. Moving on up to the to reset. <laughs> yeah. Threat knows he wants a piece of that pie, that poon tang pie. <laughs> oh yeah, eyebrow raising, trail blazing. Yeah. So I mean, real quick, uh, let's go around the table real quick. On a scale of one to ten, what are you giving this doc? I give it a fucking ten. 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 Yeah. Ten. Ten. Dude, no, seriously, ten for sure. Because it's not only the nostalgia factor, but going deep inside of the business and just showing what. You know, the Bulls were all about during that dynasty area, which is probably one of the Dude. best dynasties ever. And they recorded, supposedly, there's like 10,000 hours worth of footage. Wow. And this shit know. just sat in a vault for fucking 20 years. <laughs> you know, like, why? Well, Old mine, I mean, dude. Yeah, it Old is. Mine. Cash in now. Yeah. What do you think, Threat? Uh, I don't want to be like every other show, so I'm not going to give it a rating from 1 to 10. <sighs> don't boss me around. I really liked it, though. It made me nostalgic. Um, it, I actually got emotional at times, not like to cry, but I did was like, I, I, I was like, holy shit. I reconnected with oh, some yeah. of that time again. Um, it was, it was great. It I, was, up, I was smiling. And then I was also like, man, this was like when I was a kid, this yeah, was yeah. like so, so much, so many things have happened in so much time. So many memories. Hard, yeah. So like, and good, good memories. Even though oh, yeah. like, you guys like Rodman. I didn't like Rodman back then. I I went up and down with him. I appreciated him a lot. Uh, appreciated him a lot more <laughs> after he retired. Um, but I was a huge Pippen guy. Uh, did you there find you anything, Justin? Um, yeah, dude, I, I liked it a lot. I'm looking forward to the to the next uh, eight episodes. <laughs> I think it, I think it's yeah. gonna be cool. And I I hope they get deeper and deeper. Like, uh, I the, the it was funny. They started that one episode with like Pippen's history. And gave yeah. him like ten minutes or five minutes, and then they were <laughs> yeah. like, got "Never mind, back to Jordan." <laughs> yeah. 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 Well, you got to remember though. Like I said, this is essentially a Jordan doc. Yeah. Right. You know, it is. it is based around Michael, and uh, I don't. There, there's not really a lot of that, you know. And we're talking about the fucking Babe Ruth of our time. Yeah. You know, like, and I love how uh, God, who the fuck was it that was on there? Um, a moderate shot. Mike, Michael Wilbon. Oh yeah, yeah. He, he's talking, and this is, dude. This is so fucking true. He's like, um, you know, Jordan know is, say. yeah, he is Muhammad Ali or yes. a Babe Ruth. That's the, that's it. That's, that's it. 
the only class, well, besides the Hulkster. Sorry, guys. Oh. <laughs> yeah, give it to me, brother. Um, you, he's one of those once in a lifetime talents, you know, as far as an athlete, and uh, not just in his physical uh, demeanor and you know what he did on the court, but just mentally, mentally, like the guy would. I love the story. They're talking about how we are. They're playing the Celtics. He's playing with Danny Ainge. You're playing a game of golf beforehand. And, uh, you know, Danny fucking won some money off him. Basically, schooling <laughs> Jordan on the course. And Jordan, <laughs> what do you do? He told him, he's like, uh, hey, told somebody on the team, he's like, tell Danny I got something for him tomorrow. <laughs> and then he dropped 63. He dropped 60. <laughs> <laughs> Disgusting. Or, or there's that there's that uh, video that's I've seen going around the past year too, where it, there, it was an all star game or something, and they're in the back, and Matumbo's like, you know, he always did that fucking. He's like, you never dunk on me, and yeah. Jordan's like, all right, all right, <laughs> and next thing you know, Jordan's fucking posterizing the yep. game Matumbo, dude. Dude, and he did that gave him the finger too. He did the finger oh, wave, dude. He did like got that. him. And to me, Jordan is a player that is uh super competitive in nature and and you want to talk about like trash talking i fucking wish that they yes. had him mic'd up like they do oh these my NFL God. players because you would have heard some damn fucking shit you want to talk about wrestling cutting promos and shit jordan was oh, he had you he was he's, he's telling you you're my bitch i'm gonna make yep. you my bitch tonight you know yeah he was giving him jordan 316 back then oh it's, <laughs> also awesome yeah. you guys were saying earlier because it was weird you heard a couple of the dudes use the word fucker Mm-hmm. Uh, different cuss words and stuff. Yeah. It feels like when when I first started watching like uh, the diff- like Hannibal TV or whatever, and yeah. these guys are like breaking kayfabe and explaining things like deep down backyard store, like back behind the scenes stories. That's what this feels like too. So it's yeah. super interesting to hear it from Jordan's mouth, you, whether yeah. his perception is like skewed or not. It really humanizes him like, them. You know, it, it makes oh, yeah. them feel feel like when I listen to stone cold's podcast for the first time, yep. and it's like, I want to hang out with that motherfucker. You yeah, know, like exactly. That's I love how that one scene felt. when he was like, he was talking about one of his uh, first games and they said they could, he couldn't play or something. And he goes, and that night I went ballistic. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, yeah. ballistic. ballistic. And like yeah. I said, this is what's going to, for the young people out there watching this that are really getting a taste of fucking Jordan, other than people just telling them or watching some fucking YouTube bullshit highlight. This is the definitive like audio visual stimuli mm-hmm. for those people to understand just like this is why they call him a basketball god. You know what yeah. Larry Larry Bird called him god. He was like I, that was god playing as Michael Jordan that night on yeah. the court, you know? Like for Larry Legend to be saying some right. shit like that. Come on, dude. For like French lick. Yeah, French lick. <laughs> oh. Oh, yeah. he shoots the one the of floors. the one of the best things I think on there too that I uh, hope people take away is uh, when they're saying how he played the game. He played mm-hmm. it like it was his last, and Jordan himself said, "I played because there might be somebody in those stands that have never seen me play before, and I want to give them the right impression of who I am and what kind of basketball player I am." I was like, "Dude, that stumps it up right there." It, and it resonates across the board. I mean, you could use that in like pro wrestling. You can oh, yeah. use that in, everywhere. In, Every any sport, you know, even in um, music with the bands we play, I do that too when yeah. we take the stage. Oh, I trust me, I played in front of one person before. Yeah, we <laughs> we've all been there, man. Bands and, and their I, girlfriends, and I almost knocked myself out while we we're playing. <laughs> <laughs> Good. Take after my own heart. 
I, uh, I that one scene. So back then, I was always like, "How come they don't talk about Pippin as much as Jordan?" Because I thought Jordan was awesome, and I got that same feeling for a second when they they had that one scene where uh, he comes out of the locker room and there's like a little kid, "Hey, Michael, Mike, Mike," and he hands him the magazine and his marker, and Jordan mm-hmm. does the signature and everything, and never looks at the kid once, doesn't acknowledge a kid except for signing his thing, and just walks, turns a curve, and I was like, "That's the guy I didn't like when I was a kid." Like I was in awe of Jordan telling his stories, but when I saw that part, I was like, I get it. He's the best in the world. He has an ego, but that's still seeing him like not look at the kid. I'm like, uh, you know what? LeBron would have looked at the kid, but he's, he's also way more PR minded. He is, but I think too, LeBron isn't as big as Michael Jordan. You got to think that's like, look, that's like judging. And I know Michael Jackson was a weird motherfucker, but uh, he was so fucking famous that, I mean, you, you, we haven't lived in these people's shoes. You know what I'm saying? Like, think of how you would react. I know it would bother me, and you no, would, think- you would, you would want to get everybody's, you would want to do everybody's signature and all that. But there becomes a time where, uh, if you guys saw that uh, scene when they were in Paris, and the guy just comes up to Jordan, he's like, "Have your armband?" And he's pretty much just taking it yeah. off Jordan's arm. Yeah. Jordan's just like barely looks at him and just gives it to him, like, and kind of like. I just want to get the fuck out of here, right. you know? I mean, yeah. you, you can't fault somebody for that. Yeah, that's, I no. mean, that's what happens when you become that no, celebrity. But, yeah, it becomes, know. it becomes yeah. something that you expect all the time too. So it's like monotonous to you. Like, yep. Yeah. Okay, it's yep. Like, you're just it's waiting like, for the next one, you know, like. Yeah. Those next level, level famous people. Yeah. I, I think people, people acted way more aggressively. You think, cause you got a lot more access. You see them like you, like somebody like LeBron or any kind of singer, like you see yeah. the footage of how people reacted to Jordan Michael oh, Jackson, yeah. um, shit, the Beatles when they first started oh, using yeah. television. Elvis, see these people, Elvis, yeah, K- K-pop, <laughs> K-pop, <laughs> Korean pop, <laughs> Korean pop. You don't know about that? Dude, it's like nuts. I know, I know Korean barbecue. Oh, oh, now you're talking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 But it, it was cool. I'm looking forward <laughs> to the, the another eight episodes. Yeah. And earlier yeah. I was trying to set you guys up right, and you kind of derailed it uh, when I was trying to do the uh, one out of 10 because I would give it a 23. Oh, <laughs> I like that. Good job. You know, uh, <laughs> Lil E's over here shaking her head like uh, you're a fucking uh, dork. Uh, 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 <laughs> uh, <laughs> got him. No. Uh, now that we got that out of the way, let's break into some fucking juicy shit going on in the professional wrestling world. Um, we all know what COVID-19 and everything has done to everybody. Uh, it's really, really starting to hit the world's biggest wrestling promotion. Um, we Last week, we saw WWE cut not just talent, but, well, I mean, guys, backstage people. We're talking about, um, you know, like coaches, guys who fucking organize the matches and everybody behind the scenes. I'm going to give you guys a list. We're going to go down that list um, and just kind of quickly with each person. Um, give a, you know, where do you think they'll maybe end up and just kind of like, did it shock you? Um, and you don't even really have to do that. I'm just going to kind of go in the list. We'll have a minute or so to talk about everybody. Cool. Um, because I thought this was, uh, you know, some big news coming out of the week before was the revival finally yeah. getting their fucking release. And uh, I mean, I, where would you, and here's the weird thing because if this shit happened for and I think I, I think I tweeted this uh, if you guys follow at GP podcast on Twitter um, this would be such a great <laughs> yeah 
This would be a great time if this whole shit wasn't going on. If all these people who oh got cut, God. that's great. I'm happy for these men and women because they can go somewhere else and apply their trade. Where right now there's this uncertainty, like, and maybe even with companies too, because do they want to go out and sign these people if they're not really doing much? You know, I mean, AEW still running on a closed set, you know, but. It, it, it's it's a very touchy subject, you know. It sucks for a lot of these people, um, but like I said, had this uh, just been normal life like we were used to, uh, this would have been a huge, huge opportunity for a lot of these men and women. And it still yeah. may be. Only time will tell. Um, but real quick, let's uh, let's just fucking. I'm gonna tear into this. I got the list right here. Cool. The first person, and I thought this was, uh, I was blown away. I knew this guy had asked for his release. Um, some time ago and it, it's just, it, I'm glad he got it. You know, I don't want to, you know, keep repeating myself. Um, but, uh, Rusev Matska. Fucking Rusev Butria. <laughs> Rusev Matska. I love his theme music, dude. It's got that old school feel. Old school heel feel. Reminds me of Nikolai. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Nikolai and the Sheik, man. How shitty is it to essentially push his no really talent having fucking wife. I'm sorry. She's a face. She's a, a pretty girl. If you think she's yep. fucking pretty to look at, that's it. That's yeah. fucking it. it. It goes back to the days of the fucking diva. I, you know, she's, I guess, decent for a manager. I don't know. I'm not, I just wasn't into her. And it's a shame that she got the push over a guy like Rusev. And then they're married, you know, they're, yeah. they're married in real life. And this like, for Vince and Co to kind of split that up and put her with Lashley and it just it, a weird scenario that didn't rub anybody right, you know. Right, right. Um, so it's going to be kind of weird that Rusev's gone and his wife is still in WWE, which you know, I mean, there there are couples like that, um, right, that are elsewhere and they're significant others in WWE and and it works. We'll see. You know, I mean, we all know what happened when Benoit got fucking scripted to go with another man's wife. <laughs> oh, whoops. Whoops. Uh, kayfabe got broken. Um, <laughs> but yeah, what do, what's your guys' take on Rusev? Where do you think he'll end up? JR already said that he would be wonderful if he came to AEW. <laughs> Who's JR? I don't know, the barbecue guy, the announcer. Did he really say that? J- Jim Ross? Yeah, yeah, I didn't see that. That's uh, it's because I'm like super way more informed than you. <laughs> he is too. Whatever, go fly a fucking bomber. I'm ready. Yeah, go. Bomber shows up in my yard. I'm ready. Yeah, yeah. That was uh, I was surprised. I know he asked for it, but um, yeah, I was just kind of surprised that they released him. But good for him. You know, go somewhere else. Yeah, do he your thing. To. He's good talent. Um, he was one of yeah. the top talents, and he he, he kind of got, got fucked. Yeah, he's got charisma, man. I mean, the Rusev Day stuff was gold. Yeah, and dude, they never so they never struck while the iron was hot on that. Yeah. Never. But uh, I can see him being in like NWA or AEW or something like that. I don't know what NWA is going to be doing. Um, yeah, who I'm knows? Kind of way behind on that too, still. But um, yeah, I, that would be my probably uh, best choices. I, I think he's Well, well so I don't know if you agree with this, but I think with the NWA, Bodie said, uh, like he hasn't been caught up. I think the way that they have it laid out and the storylines, the way stuff is uh, going, um, mm. you kind of can, you can kind of catch, you don't have to like watch the other ones. 
to catch up on storyline stuff. It's pretty, like, it's pretty, um, you can watch episode to episode and just jump in at every t- any time. Um, so I, I feel like that. Well, I don't they, know if you, you agree they, or I, I agree with that because when you're watching it, they fucking go back That's so true. much during the episode. They'll tell you what oh, happened yeah. last week, like four fucking times. I love, I love NWA power, but I'm, I was kind of glad to get a little bit of a break because I'm like between that and that fucking weird ass girl that was, uh, with uh god what's his name he's with uh tom latimer that oh, tag uh, yeah camille no 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 the, no not camille. not camille tom latimer's tag team partner what's that guy's name oh uh yeah i know uh what's you know name? what i'm saying but the I girl do, yeah. that he's with and she yeah. kind of got like this right fucking weird look on her face and I, dude they <laughs> gave her like this and hey man I'm not sorry. I'm not gonna fucking apologize. Um, and they gave her this little thing where she was, uh, she was talking about. I don't know. It was a skit. They gave her this shitty skit, like her diary or whatever, May's diary or whatever. I didn't see that. It was just. It was like, damn it, dude. I don't want to see that shit. Give me the. Give me the fucking commercials. You know, like the Tim and Eric esque fucking goofy commercials, and don't make them about Nikita Koloff's fucking Jesus camp. You know. <laughs> right. Yeah. No kidding. <laughs> But yeah, um, next guy on my list, Rockstar Spud, a.k.a. Drake Maverick, the guy who peed himself on live TV because nah. the prop wouldn't work. So, yeah. you know, yeah, you got to do what you got to do. Yeah, maybe he'll go back to the UK. I don't know what his uh, go back to really... go back to impact as Rockstar yeah. Spud. He probably will. But who knows? He's another guy that I could he... probably see AEW maybe swooping yeah. up. Never know. He's, he's actually pretty good in the. You know, in the ring and the, what he does. You yeah. Know? I, at least I think he is. But um, he's supposed to be on like Raw tonight. He's supposed to still be in that Cruiserweight Classic, not Classic, but Cruiserweight Tournament mm-hmm. that they have going on. So, yeah. Fuck him. I don't know who he is. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> he did release a video. He was all teared up. And that sucks. You know, I mean, it's, yeah. it's, I mean, it's a job, you know, I get that. Character wise, though, it's like they weren't doing anything with him. I don't know no. why. I don't know why they signed him. To be honest with you, it, they didn't. You had gold on your hands with him and EC3. Like yeah, you just got been... both of them from Impact. You could have done something with that, and you just kind of like, uh, you know, yeah. Just, it's whatever. Yeah. Um, just shit. The- I'm Bob Sullivan, the new host of AARP's The Perfect Scam Podcast. And with Frank Abagnale and other top fraud experts, we're bringing you brand new episodes of America's most shocking scam stories. I got an email alerting me to 22 accounts that had been opened up in my name. Scam was masterfully designed. New episodes available now. Subscribe to the Perfect Scam podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Donato's just didn't add bacon to their pizzas. They added bacon to their bacon. It's Donato's new Bacon Duo pizzas. Two pizzas, each with two kinds of bacon. Try the new Pepperoni Bacon Duo with pepperoni, Canadian bacon, and hardwood smoked bacon. And the Chipotle Bacon Duo with Canadian bacon and Chipotle seasoned bacon. Now get $2 off a large Bacon Duo or any large pizza. Use promo code 2. Donato's. Every piece is important. I bet all over that one. Here's another one that kind of surprised me, even though I know these guys much the same to like the revival and Rusev asked for their release. Uh, yep. 
a little while back was uh, Luke Gallows and uh, Carl Anderson, dude. The OC. The OC is no more, and I'm kind of glad because that was a fucking damn. It just made me think of that goddamn TV show, The OC. It's <laughs> <laughs> the dumbest They could have came up with a better name. Yeah, and the the only, the only club, the original club, whatever. Yeah. That AJ Styles wasn't an original fucking member of Bullet no. Club. You could have called it a hundred different things, and it yeah. would have been better. Uh, but it, hey, I'll tell you right here and now where those motherfuckers need to go back to New to Japan, Japan. Yeah, and with get Bullet the club. old school Bullet Club, dude. Need with to make Kenta? it happen. Can yeah, you imagine dude. them and Kenta, and then you know, oh my god, dude. Oh yeah, Switchblade, Jay Lethal. Yep, Switchblade. Yeah, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Um I to be honest with you guys, I really wouldn't want to see them anywhere else for right now, other than New Japan. Right. Yeah, because at first I was like, oh man, can you imagine them being an AEW? And then I'm like, I actually want to see them go back to Japan and tear some shit up with the uh bullet club. Yeah, it, it would be cool. great. Um yeah. another guy, Leo Rush. Yeah, I'm surprised. He, yeah, he, he came back uh, after he was, you know, the the company was kind of down on him. Uh, he came back. He was the cruiserweight champ for a little bit for and then while, dropped yeah. the belt, and and now he gone. Um, Leo really could fit in anywhere, you know, yeah. whether MLW, um, Impact, New Japan, ROH, go back there, you know, um, yep. AEW. He'll he'll be fine anywhere he goes. So yeah, oh yeah. We'll be seeing you, Leo, or maybe not. Yep. Um, e- EC3, oh, a, a guy that's like, <laughs> he has a lot of potential, dude. He proved what he was in Impact. Oh, he's so good, though. God, he was good. He's great heel. He got, I'm glad he got to keep the name EC3 going in the WWE. Yeah, he can talk. Uh, it was just weird that they signed him. I was like, they didn't want to acknowledge anything really from TNA. You know, they started to once they became Impact and everything, and because Vince considers TNA a dead brand. It's the only right. reason why they do business together now, because you know Jeff Jarrett's under contract, AJ Sting, and you know, all those big TNA guys. Um, but they had one of TNA's best original like produced talents. You know, he was kind of like WCW's Goldberg as as far as character wise. Like that was oh yeah homegrown talent that really struck a chord with people, and uh, they just didn't do shit with him. Didn't no. do a goddamn thing with EC3. That's, that's a crime. It is. Um, so it'll be interesting to see where he winds up. Uh, I, I wouldn't mind seeing him back in Impact. Um, and a lot of these guys, too, that maybe have been somewhere before, like, say, an EC3 that has been in Impact, I wouldn't mind them, you know, maybe going there for a short stint and then doing something else. You know, it's like not they don't necessarily have to stay there. You know, I mean, it, right. it would it would be cool to see him go to AEW and do all this other shit. I would like to see EC3 go there. <laughs> oh yeah. Um, to AEW. <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting, uh, I'm getting screen bombed right now. That's all right. Uh, yeah. I would like to see uh, EC3 go to AEW. He was hanging out with Jericho for a little bit there. Yeah, he was. I remember that. But, it'll, um, prob- it'll probably happen, you know. Yeah, I uh, personally, I love EC3. Yeah, uh, he's I just got the got the look. He can talk. He can, yeah, he'll put your ass in the seat. That he will. Mm-hmm. Uh, Zach Ryder and Kurt Hawkins, fucking, <laughs> they gone. Uh, yep. 
who knows? We'll, we'll probably see them in AEW. And people will yep. bitch and moan that AEW is going to sign a lot of WWE guys and whatever. And like, it doesn't really matter as long as they are utilized correctly and it works out and you have fun watching them in a different place that has mainstream uh, coverage that you can watch on you know, cable TV or Correct. wherever. Um, you don't have to have, and no disrespect, but you don't have to have like an IWTV or anything <clears throat> you know, for that because they're everywhere. Um, who cares? Who cares if they sign these guys? You know, I mean, yeah, you would want them to have a lot of homegrown talent, but really, I, I they got a lot of people. You got your Darby Allens and stuff that are going to be considered AEW, you know, talent. Um, they were built on the indies, but you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, so I really don't have a problem with anywhere they go. Uh, I think it's going to be, it'll be cool to see these guys on the indies too. You know, what I mean, because yeah, you know, well, they will definitely. I'm sure they will definitely do. Uh, once everything's back to somewhat normal, they'll definitely would like to have an indie run. Maybe we'll see him at Warrior. Never know. A lot of these guys you could see there. Yeah, yeah. Um, Heath Slater, another guy that like uh, finally, <laughs> finally, this dude. Finally, released. yeah. He was fourteen years, man. Fourteen years of comic relief. He's yeah. the only guy in three MB that you knew was never going to win the world title. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I yeah. mean, really. Drew McIntyre was the only guy that we were told was going to win the world right. title. Um, Jinder Mahal was the champion we all didn't know we needed. <laughs> oh, I, I still don't think I <laughs> know if I need it. <laughs> oh, God. Um, yeah, so I, I don't really have much to say oh. about Heath Slater. <laughs> right. I don't know. But dude, did you see his new shirt, though, on Pro Wrestling Tees? No. You remember his I Got Kids shirt that yeah. he had? It's the same yeah. thing. It says, I just got fired or I got fired. <laughs> Dude, it's great. Nice. He's like, he's like, it's the second shirt he's had in his 14 year career. Right. I'm like, what? I was like, wow, that's crazy. I'm sure he'll do all right. He'll do oh, all, he'll a lot fine. of these guys will do fine for themselves. Yeah. Another guy that will do fine for himself. Uh, Eric Young. Yeah. Oh, my God. Uh, they, they missed the boat with sanity again. Yeah. Had- <laughs> uh, so pissed about that. Sanity was so good. Yeah, it was, it was really it. fucking cool, and yeah. that's it. You know, Eric Young went to being a jobber, um, former right. Impact slash Dude. TNA World Champion. Yep, I think even Seth Rollins said in an interview, like, they missed the boat, or AJ Styles said it. One of them, too, said they AJ. missed the boat on EY. Yeah, yeah. like, how and do I you agree. hire Eric? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, EY is such a great talent. Like, how do you drop the ball with him? Like, oh, my God. Yeah, so, I, you know. We'll probably see him back. I, I'd like to see him back in Impact. A lot of these guys that did, oh, yeah. I would like to see him. I'm, I'm surprised like Bobby Roode didn't get fired. Where's he been, you know? Oh, yeah. Last I heard, he was nursing an injury. Uh, well, but know, who knows? Who knows? Um, Aiden English, the yeah. husband, I believe he's still married to Shao Guerrero, Eddie Guerrero's mm-hmm. daughter. Um, Rusev Day, essentially... Well, yeah, they are free to go do Rusev Day somewhere else, even <laughs> right. though it won't be Rusev because you know WWE's trademarked that shit. Right. But uh, we'll probably go by Miro. Yeah, Miro, Miro Slab. <laughs> um, here's here's one for you, Bodie, and one that I know you'll get all uh, razzmatazz about uh, Sarah Logan. Ah, yeah, I know, dude. <laughs> you know about us. <laughs> ah, dude, that was like my huge one, Crazy Mary Dobson from the indies man and when i well i think she was in one of the may young classics and then she got signed and i was like going nuts was like hell yeah like you guys just scooped up you know a vicious vicious talent and then they had the riot squad and i was like dude this is this good this is such good shit 
Smells you know, like it's great. Oh, it like smells shit. great. Smells oh, like my underwear. Yeah, it smells great. Ah. But yeah, then I saw that they uh, released her. Part of me was like, oh, that, you know, it sucks because you just dropped the ball and probably like, one of the great female wrestlers you have. Oh, oh yeah. And then, uh, but I'm glad that they got rid of her, or you know, like um, she got put on uh, waivers. Yeah. So she can go do her thing somewhere else, man. I'd love to see her and actually AEW. Not yeah. saying that because I'm a huge AEW Marksky, but no. <laughs> yeah, you are. Just yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, for real though. I think she would do awesome there. Another person who's free to go do what they want, uh, especially after the mechanical spider failure. Uh, <laughs> Jesus Christ, Eric Rowan. <laughs> Uh, yep. So the Wyatt family is gone. Mine, you know, except for obviously Bray and right. Ron Strowman. Um, who knows? Who knows where he'll go? He'll, he'll do fine. Maybe he'll go right. fucking open up a metal record store or some shit. Yeah. <laughs> he'll become a dark, dark order crony under a mask. He'll never know who he is. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know how I would feel I would, about I that. I don't know. Like, I would be like, eh. I'd be like, damn it. I think he could go somewhere else. And be a great big man, like even just Japan. the Indies, you know. Indies, Japan, MLD, somewhere. yeah, Japan, MLW, yeah. maybe. Yeah. Oh, for sure. I yep. think he could do some damage. Um, two guys that I thought were gone like five years ago, Primo <laughs> and Epico. I Everybody thought, thought they. Yeah, and I thought I, I swear I feel guys. like I feel like I'm having a uh, deja vu because I I feel like yeah. this happened a couple years ago where yeah. I heard that they got fired and I was like, wait a minute. I never see them on TV. Like, yeah. They're still around, right? <laughs> I, I did I too. I did. I, I did like a triple take. I'm like, weren't these dudes gone three, four years ago? Dude, they were lingering like some fucking dingleberries, man. Yeah, and, uh, the Los Matadores. <laughs> yeah, but uh, now, right. they, now they gone. So maybe they'll go to uh, Puerto Rico or Puerto Rican. Yeah, yeah, they could go down there. Yeah. Um, who knows? Who knows where, where they'll end up? Um, too bad there ain't a Lucha Underground anymore. I feel like I those know. guys could probably thrive somewhere probably. like that. They should go to AAA. I bet you they can go to AAA. And oh, yeah. Um, Mike and Maria Canellis. Yeah, good. Mike Canellis, who uh, just came back. I know Maria just had their second kid. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they said, fuck you, you're fired. <laughs> <laughs> Be gone. Yeah, yeah. Maybe but they asked it. for the release not too long ago, too, though. I, yeah, I knew. Well, I knew Mike did. Yeah. I didn't know they did collectively. But they, once again, I think WWE was just in, you know, rush mode once AEW was kind of rumored to come around. They wanted to sign everybody they could. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so who knows? Maybe we'll get impact wherever they can go back to ROH. Right. Um, just please don't bring back that theme song. Yeah, no way. Greatest love. was the worst, dude. Yeah, like he took her last name. Like, come yeah. on. Like, <sighs> hashtag neutered. Um, right? yeah. <laughs> hashtag this is not Mike Bennett. <laughs> All right. <laughs> if you think that's sexist, I don't care. Fuck you. Um, <laughs> no way, Jose. Another guy that just he take that. No, wait. Jose. No, he take the wait. conga line. All the way to the unemployment line. <laughs> get that unemployment line, and people are just start doing like. Right. 
<laughs> oh man, I could never get behind him. Like not even in the Congo line to have some fun. Like no, no he just... to me he was more of a an ethnic version of Adam she... Rose or Thank something you. like that. Yeah, you know? yeah, that yeah, Adam Rose after he was Kruger. Yeah, um, Diana Perazzo. Oh man, was she uh, was she NXT? Yeah. NXT, she's kind of like where she was, where uh, Chelsea is, Chelsea Green is, like kind of that, like up and coming, like mid tier, yeah. like typical, like, all right, this is what we have on our hands mm-hmm. type of thing. So slow build for like three years. Yeah. <laughs> kind of, but I think, uh, I think Parasso's always been awesome and she'll easily land anywhere. Yeah. Easily and, uh, approach. A little easy E for you. Spin. Um, yeah, this. Here's a huge one. I guess it's re- it's not really that huge. Um, a WWE Hall of Famer, Kurt Angle. Yeah. They let Kurt go. They said, hey, man, we, we ain't going to give you. I don't know if he was on a Legends deal. I don't know what his fucking deal was. Uh, he did do a couple of matches. Yep. Um, he was Raw GM for a while. Uh, you know, a couple of Mania matches. Uh, the guy's just. Producer. Yeah, he's just broke down, you know, and which mm-hmm. sucks. Because I, a lot of people, and I'm one of them that consider him to be one of the best ever, like right. in the ring. And the way he caught on to the game was just immaculate. Um, Kurt really doesn't need to go and do anything else. Now, don't get me wrong. I would love to see him in AEW pop up, you know, or even back in Impact. Team Impact. He has a lot of history. He spent more time yeah. in Impact than he did in WWE. You know, he was there for like 10 or 11 years. Mm-hmm. Um so yeah, it'd be cool to see where Kurt goes, but uh yeah, another one of those shocking releases where it's like, wow, really Kurt Angle? Like you ain't got anything else for this guy? Right. Well, you would think whatever. so. Whatever. Whatever. Um, so they also fired or furloughed uh the following backstage producers. And I'm just gonna spit these guys off. You got uh Hurricane Shane Helms. Stand back. <laughs> There's a hurricane coming through. Yeah. You have uh Lance Storm. If I may be serious for a moment, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you got Billy uh, Kidman. Yeah. Yeah. You, everybody watching on YouTube, uh, right after you hit those like and subscribe buttons, you'll get what I'm talking about. Yeah. Yeah. Doing this. Yeah. Um, uh, you got Mike Rotunda IRS. Oh man. Bray Wyatt's dad. Yes. Who I actually just watched. Uh, oh, Dallas is dead. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Wherever you Yeah, right. <laughs> Bo Dallas. I'm surprised he wasn't in number releases. I know, right? You got to believe. Um, <laughs> I was just watching uh, Rotunda at uh, NWO Sold Out on the network. Oh, yes. Good stuff. <laughs> Good stuff. Uh, throwback. Fit Finley. Oh, man. That's a lily. Yeah, Fit Finley, one tough son of a bitch. He gone, yeah, he man. That's a, that's a huge blow to the women's division because he helped build and write a lot of the produce or produce a lot of the matches for the women's division. Yeah. Well, not anymore. He don't No, not no, no. <laughs> you got Pat Buck. You got Sarah stock, Sean Davari for Ooh. those of you out there. Remember uh, him in WWE and his time as X division champion in TNA um, mm-hmm. and Scott Armstrong, ah, Scott brother, Armstrong, man. son of bullet, Bob Armstrong and uh brother to the road dog, road dog James. Jeff James. Um, and then you got a, you got a bunch of uh, talent that was, you know, developmental. I'm not really going to go through this list because I, I don't know too many of them. Like there, there was a guy named Mars Wang. Oh, I know him. <laughs> Shut the fuck up, Stred. You don't know shit. Mars <laughs> Wang? Uh, yeah. Man, I know his Wang. 
Yeah. <laughs> He's looking for some Martian wing. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm just not even going to bother with this list. But there is one person, and this was just confirmed, I believe, either like today as today, being as we record, being Monday, 420. Whatever. 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 Bro. 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 <laughs> 420, bro. Yeah. Killing the podcast, bro, with our bro. vibes, man. Yeah. Killing the podcast. <laughs> yeah. Um, Cassius Ono. Oh, no. AKA Chris. Oh, Hero. no. He gone. I'm surprised they kept him as long as they did. I mean, Vince made him put a fucking jersey on because of his, he was so out of shape looking. Yeah. <laughs> True. I remember I seen him in that jersey. I'm like, you got, you got anything in extra medium? Oh, yeah. <laughs> you, don't wanna, uh, you, don't, you don't want that. No. Um, but yeah, that's pretty much the list. Uh, from what I know so far, I'm sure there's going to be more to come. Right. I also heard that the meeting, uh, between Vince and everybody was, it was only like five minutes long, you know, like they're making cuts because of this whole COVID-19 situation. And another thing uh, I'd like to talk about real quick, um, the XFL <sighs> failing, not necessarily this time by their own hands, um, you know, due to, the, due to this virus, uh, you know, they ceased operations. We, uh, you know, everybody kind of figured, or at least I figured it was like, well, once everything goes back to normal or, you know, there's still going to be a company. Now we find out that they filed for bankruptcy. You know, Vince has lost a lot of money. WWE actually, yes, was a percentage investor in the XFL. I mean, let's face it. How could they fucking not be? Um, right. So they lost a lot of money there. Vince lost a lot of money. Uh, I believe I saw something saying they were for sale. Yeah. I don't know how true that is. So don't quote me, boy, because I only said a little bit of shit. I said shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I've seen that, too. It sucks. I, I did, I'll did. i be honest. I didn't watch it religiously. I, I caught a couple games here and there, and I thought... <laughs> He's like, I, I'll watch I, every I, second. I, I did. <laughs> I watched every game. <laughs> well, I mean, I thought it was cool. I thought they did it right this time around. Yeah. It was presented uh, more sport-like and not just some fucking cheesy side show. It wasn't gimmicky. No. They had actual rule changes to make the game safe. As things change, other things stay the same, like Ohio Lottery scratch-offs. From small tickets to big tickets. From bright colors to flashy themes. There's something for everyone. Big wins make big stories. But it's the millions of small wins every day that make life-changing memories. And your biggest win will come by following the state-recommended safety protocols during this special holiday season. Lottery players are subject to Ohio laws and commission regulations. Please play responsibly. Safer, uh, better, Water. faster. Yeah. Um, and it Stronger. could have been a breeding ground. Wetter. Stronger, faster, wetter. Better, wetter. <laughs> Bigger, wetter, better. Ooh. Uh, yeah. Hell yeah. I, I thought it could have been a legit uh, breeding ground for NFL stars. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> a little bit of the bubbly. bubbly. Well, I'm glad you said that because, man, there's been a ton of people from the XFL have gotten picked up by other teams in the NFL. Lots. Lots of people. You really like me? Oh, oh, Imagine I'm in the middle. Oh yeah, I'm in the oh, middle of a pickup oh, truck right now. Oh, yeah. oh they call yeah. this 
They call this skiing. Ooh, oh, yeah. <laughs> Where's your trucker hat? Now, you guys listening um, on iTunes and Stitcher and Spotify and all that, you couldn't see that. But if you go to jpdub.com, you can see what I just did with this old school WCW Big Show action figure. Yeah. Well, <laughs> well he well, can jog slow. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so, Sarai, what's your thoughts on this whole XFL debacle, man? Uh, I think they might have been successful if they'd been given another, uh, even one season. It's kind of a shame. Like, yeah. it's it's a victim of the whole situation. Like, I think all the gimmicky shit that was going on back in the day and gimmicky shit went a long way. There was a lot of cheesy stuff back in the 90s, the 2000s. Um, this was actually, it, it could have been a legit a uh, smaller alternative to the NFL and to wet keep people's appetites wet uh, during the uh, NFL offseason. Yeah. So it, it, and, I and didn't watch any of it, but from the commentary I heard, they, everybody was like, if they gave it a chance, it was good. Some people just didn't <laughs> want to give it a chance. But if yeah. they did, they said there was some things that they were doing that NFL needs to do right away too. So yep. and, I, I'm sure they'll take something from it, you know, like, like they did before. But uh yeah, it sucks. It sucks to it see sucks, that. It sucks, man. I think they had a few seasons in them. I really do. At least. Because, yeah, because if you think about it coming out of college, you got guys who didn't get drafted that are good enough. Well, this is the thing. They can't make that, the team, you know. Exactly, and that's a great point because it's not only, um, well, look at, you know, a breeding ground for the X, or NFL, but it's like look at the opportunity for players and yeah. maybe even office people, personnel, whether it's coaches or managers, um, any of that to kind of maybe cut their teeth and still the guys that like you're saying that couldn't make it in the NFL, at least at that point in time or, you know, college right. or whatever, they could have went there and got yep. the, a taste of professional football, you know, yeah, um, like PJ Walker, he dominated yeah, down there and he got picked up. He was one of the first yeah, guys got, got picked up. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's kind of sad, you know, but they didn't, they were airing on like ESPN and Fox, but here's the thing, those, they weren't paying them. You know, ESPN and Fox on them. They weren't. It, I think it was like somewhere down the line. Had they been somewhat successful and continued, they would have been getting some sort of revenue stream from mm-hmm. these uh, cable companies. But they weren't right now. So that's another huge thing where they, you know, Vince just flooded two hundred million dollars or whatever it was into this company and uh, shaky, shaky um, for them to fail again, but not by their own hand. It, it just it really sucks, man. It does. Like I said, I was a huge fan, man. I loved it. You know, you got to see guys play, play their asses off that, you know, are vying for a shot in the NFL or just playing to play because they love the game. Like yeah. the dude that had 42 surgeries or, or whatever, the guy that came back, like he hurt his back. He had surgery on his back, like three on his knees and stuff like that. He's like, I'm here to play the game because I love the game. Yeah. He's like, oh, that's get, cool. Get again. I want to get kicked in the grapefruits. <laughs> I'll me. tell you what. Kick me in the Jimmy. Kick it. Just <laughs> kick it. It's like kicking a steel guardrail. Yeah. <laughs> like kicking Joey Ryan in the dick. It's going to hurt. Oh, your man. Tail. That's going to hurt. We also <laughs> don't know NFL football in general is going to change pretty drastically on a professional level mm-hmm. uh, in the next 10 years because it's already changed in the last three years a lot mm-hmm. uh, just to avoid contact. And it is a contact sport. So um, who knows? Maybe even with with constant rule changing as, as a, and as a society, people being like, Hey, don't let these grown men like willingly like cause themselves CTE and all the repercussions of that. 
Yeah, it might have only give had like five seasons, anyways. Who knows? But at least they were headed in the right direction. So it's a shame for that reason. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you bring up. I'll get into pro wrestling. Right, you brought up a great point about that though, with the uh, NFL getting different. I guarantee that you'll see within the next maybe three or four years they adopt that kickoff style. Oh yeah. yeah, it was exciting. It was exciting. I think it's better than the kickoff they have now. Personally, I also like all the uh, extra point options they had. I agree. Remind I like me of the old uh, rock and jock b ball jams <laughs> back in the day, dude. Yeah, twenty pointer. Right. <laughs> yeah, twenty pointer rock and jock, dude. <laughs> Hell yeah, Marky, rock and Marky, jock, dude. Marky Mark for thirty. <laughs> yep, for thirty from half court. The double bucket on top of the regular bucket. Right. Magic with the HIV. <laughs> oh. oh, damn. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'll avoid that one. Sorry. Right. Sorry. Sredden can edit that one. Uh, right. <laughs> or can he? There is no. Ah, one. fuck it. <laughs> Dork comedy. Anyways. I, I like So it. I pretty much tap. What about Snoogans. you guys? Snoogans. I've, yeah. Snoogans. I've been catching up the last couple of days on the uh, Dark Side of the Ring stuff. I watched Good. a few of the older ones. Um, I'm caught up on that. And uh, God, they, it, yeah, they're they're pretty great. Um, I, I get, I'm like so uh, off and on with uh, Jim Cornette. I think he's a big piece of shit. But, he is. <laughs> but he's such a good storyteller. I, he I is. Oh, I yeah. believe a lot of what he says, but he's such a, you listen to him and damn, he's such a good storyteller, but he's also right. such a big piece of shit. Yeah. <laughs> but it, he does have good opinions on Vince Russo, though. He has, <laughs> he has opinions. He has pretty legit pa- opinions on a lot of people, but then he gets into like, oh. he's not as genuine as maybe he might have been. And then he's one of those dudes that like is super annoyed with the lack of uh, mystery in wrestling, but. Now that the mystery has been revealed for the most part, uh, he's one of the main guys that, that can't stop fucking talking. And he's one of the main guys they go to if they need, like, historical – like, if they want to know something, they're like, well, we got to go to Jim. He'll tell us fucking everything, shit yeah. that happened and shit that didn't happen. For an hour yeah. and a half. And yeah. then he'll fall oh. off a scaffolding and break his fucking legs. Yep. Ow, so, guys. <laughs> when he's talking about, like – I also think it's silly. He's that guy, and he's also, like, talking about he, – he is, like, He's got so much knowledge. He really is. He's an encyclopedia of the business. Yeah. But um, I mean, he also had some of the like when he was involved. If you're so creative, that's the best gimmick you could have made, and you had to take that tennis racket with you for the rest of your career, <laughs> even after you announcing. Like, that's what you yeah. had. You couldn't. You couldn't think of anything else. Yeah, you could get a megaphone and be like, "It's not Shag. It's a GBR muffin South Africa. It's not a mullet." <laughs> <laughs> megaphone was awesome. Yeah, I liked it. Um, uh, yeah, dark side of the ring though, man. I, uh, so this week they're getting ready to do the story on Don Morocco, which oh, I'm, I'm yeah. super stoked for. Uh, he's another guy that I think that had ties or some to the mob or what was it, like some kind of Canadian mafia or some shit. Oh, that's or? Dino Bravo. Dino Bravo. I'm sorry. Why yeah, Dino Bravo. Yeah. Yeah. Um, he did, so, he did have ties to the Canadian mafia. Uh, this is going to be, back, I think. Yeah, it's going to be something really super awesome to explore um, uh, in this format. In the format they do, I thought they did a really great job with the last one, the uh, Superfly Jimmy Snooker. That was a good uh, one. It was really good, really horrible story. And it oh, makes you like, hey, brother. It makes you think, my, what a piece of fucking shit Jimmy Snooker was. You know, right. like, I mean, it, it's in my casting judgment, and I wasn't there, maybe a little, yes. Um, 
I like to be balanced in my opinions on shit like that. So it's kind of hard. Uh, but I mean, the evidence, come on, it, it's pretty, it it's pretty fucking clear. And when the guy uh, was that juiced, you know, yeah, do I mean, it, look do at it. Benoit, look at Benoit, dude. I mean, doing tons of fucking lay me down some rails, boys, yep. <laughs> doing all kinds of fucking cocaine. And, uh, I'm sorry, dude. It was everybody drinking. like it was juice and drinking yep. and fucking doing juice and drinking, noise. snorting. Yeah. Head, and, head uh, flying headbutts and telling all kinds of lies. Um, yeah. I mean, it's a, it's a, recipe. Tell me no lies. <laughs> it's a fucking recipe for catastrophe and tragedy, man. And, uh, it, it sucks. Cause I, I did. I like that. Super, super, super fly. Super fly. Dude, <laughs> um, the music, the theme yeah, song. Did it dun, dun, it might be like some Miami Vice, you know, you right? got a celebration station, you're shooting this Spud McKenzie's up the fucking in the race with the water <laughs> thing, and they'd be like, shoot, 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 shoot. <laughs> Reminded me of an alternate version of the Chicago Bulls theme song. I fucking love that song, dude. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Dude, yes. Um, yeah, so kudos to Dark Side of the Ring, man. There, I, I can't wait to watch it. You know, this season has been fan fucking tastic, and hopefully yeah. they do a third one after this. Um, oh, they have to. You know, yeah. There's there's no wrestling really going on anymore, and I'm gonna be honest with all you guys. Uh, I'm getting pretty fucking tired of the no audience shit. Yeah, I, yeah. I'm just gonna yeah, put out. You want, you want to keep. I'm not. I'm not gonna suck What's ass up, like yeah. people may want. I'm just gonna put it out there because <laughs> I don't know. If anybody has came out and admitted that, if they have, I, I haven't seen it. I'm just, I'm I know some people have it. on Twitter. You know, there's some, there's some people out there. I think they're I doing like a good job for what they can but, do. But yeah, but uh, I was gonna say the being the elite's been killing it. These, oh yeah, these even oh my god, two hundred. Did you watch it today, you guys? Or I, I was, I, I was watching it when uh, you guys sent me the invite, so I'm halfway through it right now. Ah. Yeah, it's awesome. They're just awesome, and the other ones like yes. all parts, all three parts in one ninety nine and one ninety eight. They're like, they're just, dude, they're funny. And I thought so in two hundred. I thought they were going to make fun of that whole uh, uh, Cena uh, WrestleMania thing with the flashbacks and alternate. Reality. Oh yeah, I thought they were going to for a second, but they only did one little skit. Uh, <laughs> otherwise, like, yeah, like the stuff they say, it's so. As, as a guy that doesn't know that much wrestling, in-depth wrestling history, behind-the-scenes stuff, some of the stuff they do goes over my head, but I enjoy all of it. And, yeah. then, like, the referee in episode 200 is awesome. Like, it was, like, the little bits they did and spots were awesome. Um, people filming all the camera guys, whether they were in shape or not, unless they didn't see it right. Like, Brendan Cutler's <laughs> in good shape. He didn't have a shirt on, and then they cut, like, he was in the background filming. But there was some other dude that I swear was, like... A little bit better shaped than fat ass Masa, and he's just fucking <laughs> recording. So it was just like you watch that shit, dude, and you're just smiling the whole time. And then they right. do like a seven minute montage of the last 100 and probably 95 episodes, like little, mm-hmm. little, like a little vignette and stuff. And that's when you're like, holy shit, this is a big deal. These guys have been at it for a while, and oh, they yeah. went from like road dogs to fucking you know AEW, and, and you know, and and it's, I mean. They didn't get a year before all this quarantine stuff happened. That I sucks. agree with you, Wallace. I'm getting tired of the empty stadiums too, but yeah. they're still, uh, I, I don't know what they're going to do. They're so good at the entertainment side of thing. I don't, I foresee them pivoting <laughs> mm-hmm. and doing a lot more like 
BTE style stuff because it's yeah. fun and it's funny. Yeah. Why not do it for a month or two until they're or like right? Crushed. You got the hardy compound too. You can do it. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. There's all kinds of shit they can do, and oh, I'm more man. excited for that than I think a WWE production right. like that would be. Um, yeah, I mean, it is what it is. You know, maybe going back to like a lucha underground style, like of storytelling. That wasn't bad stuff, man. I it, love lucha underground. It, I've been watching it uh, again uh, via Tubi, and it's it's great, man. I really, I think one of these days here soon, sooner rather than later, we're gonna have to do a catch up, like kind of a uh, reminiscing episode, because Lucha Underground influenced a lot of wrestling today. And there, if you look at so many guys came out of there, you know, season guys four. And girls, sorry, yeah, season four. I mean, just alone, uh, last couple of matches I was watching had Sammy Guevara, uh, yeah. Sammy Callahan, Killer Cross, Brian uh, Cage, Valkyrie. Was he still there? Um, Luchasaurus, Kate, I know was yeah. Luchasaurus. Uh, years, four, four, four. Seasons? There's four, four seasons. seasons. Yep. Well, he might have been gone. Joey by season Ryan, four. Prince Puma, Joe, yeah. Ricochet, yeah, Joey Ryan, mm-hmm. Pentagon. Oh, yeah, Phoenix Pentagon. Yeah. Uh, you could keep going, dude. Draco. Yeah, Aerostar. Aerostar. Yeah. <laughs> it's just hey, fucking nice, M- dude. It's, M- it's MD twenty. Yeah, right. <laughs> son of Havoc. Yep, Son of Havoc. Matt uh, Cross. Yeah, Matt Cross. He also got Willie Mack. Yeah, Willie Mack came out of there. Yeah, a lot a lot of guys. It was a launch platform for a lot of people now that right. are spread across the wrestling landscape. And uh, yep. I think people need to go back and watch it because it, it really did kickstart the cinematic experience in professional wrestling, um, which, you know, I think it was that. And then you, Matt Hardy maybe caught wind of that and then did the final deletion and then you had everything else that came after yeah. so kudos to them right uh any final thoughts from you guys before we close final thoughts, <laughs> final thoughts. <laughs> i want to say one thing and i've said it a, the last couple of weeks thanks to the audience whatever platform you're listening or watching on for being patient while we figure out this audio and video stuff i'm doing my best every <laughs> week you're doing a great job last month i've been like my head's been red and I've been on fire. Um, and so I just want to say thanks for being patient. We got some stuff in the works to keep you guys entertained. Um, even if we're not in studio, we're going to do some really, really fun stuff soon. And I know I've been, I know I've been saying that for the last few months, but dude, the wheels are turning. And um, I just want to say thanks. If you're listening in your car, if this is keeping you sane during quarantine, tell your damn friends about, uh, about us. <laughs> Um, spread the word. We are better than whatever pills people take for depression, man. We are the best thing out there. We are entertaining as fuck, and we're only getting better. <laughs> so just keep listening, keep watching, and spread the word. Spread the word. And maybe you're if late. If you're a pro wrestler that wants to be on the show, Jake's. send Wallace a message. Yeah. Yeah, that's all you got, dude. Yeah, give yeah. him your hate mail. You guys can send us a message right. anywhere. Um, one of the easiest places to do it is to call the voicemail line one eight seven two two six seven forty one ninety nine, um, YouTube via jpdub.com. That's easy access. Thank you to everybody who's Ooh. been subscribing on that. It's it's caught on like wildflower, wildflower, flower. 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 wildflower. <laughs> it's caught on. <laughs> it's caught on like wildfire. Uh, <laughs> I I really can't say thank you enough to everybody. That's it's we've we're close to eleven hundred subs right now. Um, 
and it just keeps growing. So please continue, like Sren said, to share with your friends. Uh, hit up that voicemail line. If you want to interact with us on social media, we're on Instagram. We're on Facebook. We're on Twitter at JPW Podcast. Uh, all you got to do is Google search Juice Pro Wrestling. Mm-hmm. We're, uh, there's link trees. Um, like I said, pull that Google search up, and you'll find us everywhere. And be sure to download anywhere you listen. Download, subscribe, and give us a rating and review. We need some more of those. We need yeah. We need more attitude, pal. Yeah, that's more like it. Yeah, and I need the YouTube to... algorithm is starting to find us, but we need those comments on iTunes. Yep. So that iTunes Please do. Hashtag us. us. Yeah, it's crazy. I got a a clip I posted of uh, uh, Bestia666 or CCCS and uh, Mance Warner at MLW. I was looking the other day and I was like, Jesus Christ, it's got like 350,000 views. <laughs> it's just like a 16, 20 second clip. And it's like almost 5,000 likes and like a thousand. There you dislikes. go. I'm like, all right, you know, it's cool. I, I And there's a lot of people talking on there and interacting. And that's that's what we're looking for, you know. And I, if you guys get tired of same old shit and boring podcasts. Same old shit. Same old shit. Same <laughs> right? old shit. And you want to hear something fun and listen to people that are, you know, could be your homies. We could be sitting next to you sharing a beer. Oh, hell yeah. yeah. Or maybe getting a little lit, man. Um, well, just having a good time and talking. And I had a great time with you guys tonight. Talk. We, I feel like we covered a lot of good shit. Got to talk about the Chicago Bulls. One of my favorites. One of my uh, passions as a kid was the Chicago Bulls. And it does tie in the wrestling. So um, until sure. next time, for Bruiser Bodie, for Shredding the Savage, this is the juice telling you to wet them up. Wet them up, wet them up, wet them up. Wet them up. Get the fuck out of here and go subscribe. Perfect. You gonna do sex to me? Donato's just didn't add bacon to their pizzas. They added bacon to their bacon. It's Donato's new Bacon Duo pizzas. Two pizzas each with two kinds of bacon. Try the new Pepperoni Bacon Duo with pepperoni, Canadian bacon, and hardwood smoked bacon. And the Chipotle Bacon Duo with Canadian bacon and Chipotle seasoned bacon. Now get $2 off a large Bacon Duo or any large pizza. Use promo code 2. Donato's. Every piece is important. Donato's just didn't add bacon to their pizzas. They added bacon to their bacon. It's Donato's new Bacon Duo pizzas. Two pizzas each with two kinds of bacon. Try the new Pepperoni Bacon Duo with pepperoni, Canadian bacon, and hardwood smoked bacon. And the Chipotle Bacon Duo with Canadian bacon and Chipotle seasoned bacon. Now get $2 off a large Bacon Duo or any large pizza. Use promo code 2. Donato's. Every piece is important.